but you gotta say about Padme though, like she's like Obi Wan tells her like yeah, Anakin just killed like fifty children in a temple, and she's like, man, I am wet as I can be. <laughs> <laughs> This episode of the Foul Language Podcast is brought to you by Dubby Energy, the clean energy drink scientifically formulated to give you laser-like focus to tackle the day without jitters or a crash after. Use promo code FOUL44 at checkout, that's F-O-U-L-4-4, and receive a 10% discount off your total order. Cut out all that nasty motherfucking sugar and start drinking Dubby Energy today. I got a good place for us to come in. Uh, this is gonna be really weird. Okay, here we go. So, what cartoon female would you be most likely to bang? Oh, I mean, is anybody gonna say anybody other than Jessica Rabbit? Oh God, Jessica Rabbit was she hot. She was hot, but I'm Lois I'm, is hot. Um, the the yeah. Lois is hot. I'm drawing a blank. Uh, for, I couldn't remember the name of the show, but um. Teen Titans, Raven from Teen Titans. Oh, is she uh, the, the ghost? emo chick? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, emo chicks are so hot, aren't they? Gage, Gage didn't either. He was very, um, <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for? He wasn't non committal. Gage was very non committal. Uh, in, my, in my defense, my wife was a scene kid back in high school. So. Well, that, okay. That's, yeah. so like that's, that's one step away, right? You think we could get Ashley on here to sing some Avril Lavigne? Oh my God! You know Paramore's She's back. Murder me now. <laughs> you know Paramore's back on tour. I saw. She you know she's right back now? on drugs. I am personally. Is she really? I heard she's back on drugs. Is she hardcore? That's, yeah. That's a shame. Yeah. That's, I, I can't confirm that. Allegedly, I guess we should start saying allegedly. 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 Um, but allegedly she's she's back on some bad shit. Well, if you didn't know, you do now. This is the Foul Language Podcast with Alex and Gage. Hope you gentlemen are doing fantastic tonight, Alex and Gage. <laughs> he pointed at Wait, <laughs> It's like the Spider-Man. Yeah, wait a minute. Man, essentially. <laughs> I actually be right. We should do that, man. <laughs> That's Which one funny. of you fuckers comes up with the stupid shit. <laughs> you guys. No, Gage, I want to thank you again for supplying the the delicious margaritas you brought tonight. You're These very are welcome. Yeah. Fantastic. Moy is a Moy, family Moy, recipe Moy that my father will murder me if I... Well, you know, like. I'm fucking family too, Gage, and I don't have... That's why I gave it people when I'm there. Oh, okay. oh. That makes sense. That makes sense. You well, gotta, you got to keep family secrets secrets. That's right. What is it? Sacred secrets are no... Or sacred secrets. Secret secrets are no yeah. fun. Sacred secrets hurt someone. Yeah. <laughs> ben Franklin is kind of a sleeve fan. That's <laughs> from the office. So how you guys been doing? How's how's life been since last week? Well, I say we last spoke last week. Last spoke on air last week. We did to get into a major serious game of D&D last night. <laughs> D&D? D and D all day. D and D's nuts. D and D. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's. Uh, I feel like I don't have much to complain about. I know you've had a run of bad luck lately. Yeah, my wife broke her ankle today, so now it's two parents with injuries. Damn, y'all. <laughs> two are, parents down. All the kids. kids yeah. Y'all are in trouble. <laughs> you wasn't kidding when you were talking about that tantric sex. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, now this feels inappropriate. My oldest has a broken thumb as well. How'd she break her thumb? Uh, she's in a winter guard. It's mm. uh, like, bam, you know, they throw flags and stuff. She's throwing a saber 
and apparently she was she caught it some way that hurt her thumb and then she kept tossing it because she's like you know gonna bite through the pain and i guess it just came down and actually split it long ways on her oh, thumb wow. split the bone yeah never even heard Dang, of it. I either. Yeah, the way it hit her. do you yeah. think that in the future like maybe 50 years from now we'll actually be tossing lightsabers like you know, I hope so. And the color guard. Like, I feel like that's just asking for an awful injury. <laughs> so if you if you had your choice, right, and you were in the Star Wars galaxy, what color lightsaber would you want? Oh, I'm evil. I'd be red, red. green, green. See, I'd go the Mace Windu route. I love See, that purple saber. Uh, that was just Samuel Jackson just fucking is getting ready to bust it. You ain't getting my motherfucking saber, okay? Turn you motherfucking hillbillies. <laughs> I ain't getting my purple saber, bitch. Although golden is now an option. Yeah. Well, you remember at the end of uh what was the one at the end where she got the yellow saber? Uh was that Rise of Skywalker? That was the, the last one in the, the raid. Uh, yeah, uh, we're, we're, uh, the last Skywalker one or something. Something like something, that. Yeah, it wasn't honestly the last which was completely untrue because the bitch wasn't a Skywalker. No, no, no. I didn't, uh... Honestly, those. Yeah, I feel like the first movie. Uh, you know, the, not the first movie. Sorry, the first new movie, the one that J.J. Abrams did, the Force Awakens. Yeah, I feel like that was not a bad movie. I feel like that had yeah, everything everybody wanted, right? It was good. And then Ryan Johnson fucked everything up, mm -hmm. and then at that point it was undercover. They did the best they could with the third one, but. How are you going to tell me the Death Star blew up in a million pieces and still landed on a planet, and we were able to find Emperor's Chamber yeah. well, intact? I, I, yeah. I'm going to be honest. I know you differ from me, Alex, but I think Rogue One is the worst Star Wars movie ever made. The oh, reason Rogue One is so afraid. great, and I've said this before, is because the last, what, five minutes, Don't 15 minutes it. maybe? That, when me and him were growing up, so we, we wasn't in the 70s, so we were, you know, we were in the theaters, fangirling out you remember the prequels uh for the the prequel trilogy but all that build up for darth vader and then in the original trilogy it's like that five minutes of darth vader was like that's that's what we always wanted darth vader to do be right. that bad ass like mm -hmm. he was he's a beast like well, and we got it again in um obi-wan yes. um the the series but which i thought was fantastic you it's haven't amazing. finished it? Dude, Here's like the last three last episodes. Oh, yeah. I know. I, I was watching it. The boys came out, and then just so much stuff came out that I've been keeping up with, and I just mm. haven't had time. I heard Andor was fantastic, though. I'm one episode in Andor. I've got I to gotta get through it. I, I haven't. I honestly didn't have a ton of desire to watch it. So um, I, I like I like the, well, everything about body in, in it and stuff. And in my eyes, the, the main character in Andor is always going to be that uh uh, drug, <laughs> drug uh, uh, boss or whatever from the uh, narco series. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. God, Narcos was such a good show. Yes. Have you you've never show. watched Narcos? I've actually never watched Narcos. Narcos is great. You out. showed me a bunch of stuff like clips from it and stuff. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was you. Dude, his betrayal, that the betrayal of Pablo Escobar in that show. My yeah. God, it was, it was good. It's crazy, man. It's it's really good. You should watch it. But back to Star Wars. Y'all love Adam Driver. As Kylo Ren, because I do. Adam Driver. I want to say this. I feel like he was a great villain if he kept his fucking mask on. And if he was a little bit tougher, you yeah. know, he was a little bit of a, a pussy. I feel like they made him whine too much. Yeah. He, too much. He, too many, was, he fell in love, though, 
which was something, whether you liked it or didn't like it, I mean, that's up to you, but he fell in love. We didn't know that maybe a Sith was capable of love mm-hmm. up until him. So it was a different type of, I guess, a way to look at a Sith Lord. I didn't mind it. I, as, but if you're saying like Adam Driver as an actor, dude's phenomenal. Yeah. I love Adam Driver. But isn't that the thing? Siths shouldn't be. They shouldn't. That's but even Darth Vader. He went, he went, became a Sith because he was in love. But okay. Lost, but would you say that he, well, we thought, killed the Emperor? He lost that love and feeling is what happened. With Bring Star back Walker. that love and feeling. <laughs> you know, but you got to say about Padme, though, like, She's like, Obi-Wan tells you, like, yeah, Anakin just killed, like, 50 children in a temple. And she's like, man, I am wet as I can be. <laughs> <laughs> like, you got to hand it to her. She really loved that guy. Well, and at this yeah. point, he'd already yeah. told her that he'd slaughtered all the men, women, yeah. and children in yeah. the desert. And the planet. sand. I hate the sand. <laughs> oh, goodness. That's funny. Too much, too much. So I, I'm I'm glad to be back here in the foul language studio with you guys. Nice. It, it feels good. Things have been weird around here. Things have been tight. We've been going through rearrangements, working on the audio, but I think we finally got that figured out. It feels nice. Mm-hmm. Alex, I see you wearing the old 34 or run Ricky Brown. What gonna, what inspired you to wear this I'm jersey? I'm gonna tell you what. So I follow Ricky Williams on Instagram. Did you, you? Oh yeah. So did you say he shared a picture of himself or a reel? I don't get the fucking real thing, but anyway. It's basically just TikTok yeah. for Instagram. So he shared a reel of himself with wearing a shirt with a picture of himself on it that said, I got high and forgot I wasn't supposed to get high. <laughs> so I wanted to support. I wanted to come out in full support. It hasn't been broken out of the closet in probably yeah. like, you know, two decades. You, but You look great in it still. Like You've kept a similar physique. Yeah. Still look yeah. Sexy is out of shape, in shape. Uh, yeah, you got a great dad bod. Yeah, I do have, yeah. A, I have a good dad bod. Yeah. I'm trying to get the the hair. You know, I want the happy trail to go from my beard Dude. all the way to my tank. That's that's from my ball throw. Yeah, like, but I want it to be like I want to be able to like run a comb through it, and then it gets so long. Like if the wind blows, it, you know the the trees in Pandora and Avatar, how they like. Yeah, you know, you know they float in the wind like that's what like like that's what I want. Anyway, <laughs> so in big news in the sports world, XFL had their uh, first week this weekend. Seen that AJ McCarron became a hero again. He did. <laughs> he did. He had his family out there. The Rock was out there in in that jersey that had like shoulder pads in it. Like yeah, it was really it's weird like old lady shoulder pads. Like did it have shoulder pads or was the it shirt like weird. messed up where it bent in shoulder pads or something? Maybe it was, was but, it but I never weird. had a jersey do that. Right, and we all yeah. had jerseys that had shoulder pads. Yeah, I never never did that. On and whoever the saw the Rock in a loose fitting shirt? It is very odd. That's like, true. You, you how do you that. find a shirt that is loose fitting on <laughs> the Rock? Period. Yeah, he's got like a. Is that Shaq's shirt? Is yeah, that? He's got like a twenty-inch waist, and then he's, 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 he's like he's like seventy inches. He's a perfect V. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a U. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so if you could look like, like now we'll get to the XFL here in a sec because I do want to talk about it. I am kind of excited for it. It's the Rock. You got to be excited for yeah, it. Right? Excited. Look, Gage. Also, thank you and your lovely wife, Ashley. My wife is also Ashley. Isn't that hilarious? Two Ashley Stanleys, one week apart in birthdays. That's right. <laughs> weird. 
bottle of Terramana. First, never tried it before. No, never got to try it. You got to try it on air. It's, it's so smooth. smooth. Yeah, we'll try it. We'll try But it's smooth. I, uh, if I've always said, if I could look like anybody and I, I'm working on it, I'm going to get there eventually, hopefully. It's a long ways away, but I've always said, if I could look like anybody, I would want to look like Aaron Donald. Defensive lineman for the for the Los Angeles Rams. I know you know what he looks like. We'll try yeah, to pull he's, up a picture. He's like three hundred. What is he like three thirty? Maybe he's he's, he's a got a dude. six pack at three thirty, and he's only like he's not even six foot tall. Really? Like it's it's weird how he's how uh, right here muscular he is. he is. Check this out. Oh, didn't work. It's very weird to be that big and be able to move like that. Well, like the mountain, you know. I mean, like yeah. that you think that dude like is that real? What do you What the do you think? Yeah. That? You think oh, it's yeah, just it that? You think I mean, it's like, that? I mean, like steroids or what do you mean? Real? I mean, like he's what? He uh, he's over seven feet tall, right? right? He's yeah, like four hundred some pounds. I don't think they test on the. Does it, I don't know if anybody would know if they test on the uh, world's strongest men or not. But you know, regardless, I don't care if the dude is on steroids. He's huge. To be that strong yeah. takes a level of dedication most people could never do you think, touch. Do you think it's that kind of Nordic Viking? He's ancestry? like one of the shortest of all the siblings, and he's like seven foot tall. That's hilarious. Yeah. Is he really? That he is, is hilarious. Like, but do you, like, can you imagine, like, just knowing that he? I don't know what percentage he is. Like, his ancestry goes back, but could you imagine how big the Vikings were? Mm -hmm. Like, not the Minnesota Vikings. It's a big boy. You see, he's just ripped. Like, he's he's not very. He reminds me of Hector Lombard. I don't think I. I don't think I heard the fighter. The name doesn't come up right off. Oh, I'll check him out. See, if I could look like any celebrity, though, it will Ferrell, Danny DeVito for me. Sure. Danny DeVito, yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, He's probably sure. nobody. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. Probably nobody gets like just more like trim than Danny DeVito. Oh, absolutely. Like, like he's yeah. just out there, you know. He's he's freakishly small, you know, overweight for his height, but there's just something about him, you know. He's just, he's like, just so charismatic. He is. He Have y'all watched Always Sunny? Are y'all always? I've watched like a, piece. Yeah, it's it's so funny. Charlie Day steals the show, like. He's so but he funny. does that and everything. That I, will, I will tell you something funny. We spoke about the office earlier, right? So I'm in a uh, organizational leadership and management class right now at ETSU, and one of the things we had to go over was that we had to watch videos uh, for uh, appropriate behavior from uh, management and whatnot. They actually had a five minute video of the times that uh, Scott <laughs> was, was unacceptable. <laughs> It was hilarious. So funny on that. So the episode is probably one of the most famous episodes where they do the CPR class where Stanley has a heart attack. Dwight cuts the face off the CPR dummy. So the story, and we'd have to look it up exactly, but the story is, is that some dude was in a situation where he had to give CPR. He had no training in CPR, but he remembered from the episode of The Office that you do it to the beat of staying alive. Uh, 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 and he saved this person's life awesome. because of that show. And I was yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But back to the XFL. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, – I didn't get to watch a whole lot of it. I, I didn't get to watch any of it, being honest. But I can tell you that I do know – there are uh, what nine teams, I think, or no, eight teams. Eight teams, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, 
at the results right now. It looks like the Arlington Renegades beat the Vegas Boppers 22-20, to 20, so it was a pretty close game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Houston Roughnecks beat the Orlando Guardians 33-12, to 12, so uh, that looks like a – should have been a blowout. Uh, the San Antonio Brahmas got beat by the St. Louis Battlehawks, eighteen to fifteen. That's I like the team. team's name. Yeah, I do too. Uh, that's yeah, the, the logo is really cool yeah. too. That's the uh, that's the team that um, AJ McGarren was on. The Battlehawks. They actually came back. They were they were losing like I think they were down by eighteen points or something yeah. in the fourth quarter. AJ you gotta think the Rock didn't like the the, the Brahmas losing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would imagine so. Yeah. Uh, but the Seattle Sea Dragons uh, I got love beat. That, uh, that might be my XFL. They got beat by Matthew's new favorite team, the DC Defenders, okay. 22 to 18. Okay, well that figures. Matthew ain't here to talk shit. Right, right. <laughs> so you're going with uh, the Seattle Sea Dragons. I'm going sea with the Dragons. Seattle Sea Dragons. I sea like Dragons? that name a lot. I got a thing about dragons. Yeah. Do you like dragons? I like the uh, Magic Dragons. Yeah. I'm be dragging my balls over here. <laughs> I guess I'll I, I guess I'll be a Battlehawks fan. Who are you going with, Gage? Uh you know what? I like the symbol for you know what? I'm gonna go with the Brahmas. You go with the I freaking love the rock. I'm gonna yeah. go with the Brahmas. But a close second probably the Lando Guardians. I love that symbol. The it's like a tiger. It's green too. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. things, green tigers. That is the thing. <laughs> they have the freedom to completely do shit that, that the NFL is never going to do. Right. And see, they're, they're even bringing up, you know, rules that the XFL actually has in place would be fantastic for the NFL. Yeah. It would be great. But if you're going to go with a team in the north, Matthew's a team in the north, you got a team in the south, I'll just, you're, you're a Brahmas fan, let's keep it in Texas. I'll just be a Houston Roughnecks fan. Rough next, let's go. Rough I did next. see. I think they announced the what they're. I don't know what they're calling it. Their Super Bowl is going to be in San Antonio. Okay, which is kind of cool because it's kind of been a subject of long talks with the NFL that there should be an NFL team in San Antonio. I agree because it's such a big market and stuff. So that's that's pretty cool. Do you think? Um, like, do these? Do these teams have their own stadiums and everything? Like, I don't think any of them actually have their own stadiums. I think they're playing in other stadiums, okay. like that are, college stadium, college or NFL, maybe or you know, it looks like like the Orlando Guardians, for instance, uh, their game this weekend against the San Antonio Brahmas is the Camping World Stadium, in Orlando, Florida. Camping World Stadium. That's where they do um, some college football bowl games, games, bowl yeah. games, okay, stuff like that. So, so I'm I'm curious though. And just on the financial side of things, just out of sheer curiosity, you got to think: Do they have that big of a fan base? Like, are they are, are they able to rent out these venues? Like, if they don't, because they're not able to sell out these massive stadiums. Well, I can tell you, the tickets are only twenty four dollars a piece. And I'm talking crazy close. But if you loved football, if you just loved going and watching football. Oh, you I would live go. there. You, I would go. Absolutely. Yeah. For twenty four dollars, you can. Yeah. Looks like the best seat. Uh, which is a resale ticket is two hundred twenty five bucks. That's the but best, seat. the best seat. But then you can get like a row F for ninety bucks. Wow, that's not so. Bad, when you compare that to the cost of the NFL, you're you're like, if you just love football, which so many people do, this is this is a hell of a deal. What right? do you think? I mean, what is it like? Is... Ten bucks to get into a high school game? Yeah, yeah. like that's and, and know, if this is a, a league that's going to be dra- they're going to be coming, you know, like a what's a. It's a farm. It's a farm. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to see people 
possibly that are going to end up Gordon. in the NFL on the big show, right? Josh Gordon's one of the, one of the he honestly, yeah, he, yeah, he's played, well, played, quote, he's been on teams for, what, nine years now? Yeah, but he's only been on the roster for, like, eight games. Yeah, he, he, he can't I don't stop know if you know Josh, uh, Gordon, but <laughs> he, he Gordon. cannot quit. He has all talent in the world, but he can't oh, yeah. get off the gun. And he's built yeah. like a like a goddess, yeah. you know, like it's, it's insane. He's, he's so fast. He has all the talent. Uh, ben Denucci, Ben Denucci's quarterback for uh, yeah. XFL team yeah. right now. Did you see how in the hell did Paxton Lynch get drafted in the first round? Did you see his stats in this game that he played? It was an embarrassment. How yeah. was that due to first round draft pick? And I got to admit, he kind of fooled me. I didn't know that if he was a first round draft pick, but he, well, he went to Memphis, right? Yep. So I remember whatever year that was, I was thinking, you know, this dude kind of could have some potential. I mean, in the right system, you know, maybe getting some time on the bench. I thought maybe it would work, but, yeah, that was wrong. Coming in as a first-round quarterback to follow Peyton Manning, though, well, yeah. that's high expectations. You take Paxton right Lynch or Brock Osweiler? Osweiler. You take Osweiler? I'll take Osweiler. Mm-hmm. Do you guys see the uh, – I'm sorry, this is a lost subject. We are talking about – you mentioned Manning. See a video where uh, Eli Manning went to uh, Penn State's. Uh, oh yeah, dressed yeah. up as uh, <laughs> what was his name? Oh man, I forgot. Some powers like Gary yeah, Powers. Uh, or yeah, Chip, Chip, Chip Powers. powers. Yeah. Yeah. That was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. you that know all those hilarious. guys were thinking like, like, "Good God, yeah, this <laughs> Chip guy, he's got something. He's got like, an arm. Yeah, like, yeah. Can't run with the yeah. shit, but yeah. man, he can throw." <laughs> well, gentlemen, I need to make an. Uh, you guys already know about this. It's something very serious, very uh, very dear to your heart. It is. You know, I've spent 26 going on 27 years of my life. Very, very loyal to the Miami Hurricanes. Here we go. And I don't think I can do it anymore. I've poured my heart and soul into this team, into this university. And what have I got? But heartbreak. You're exactly right. I'm washing my hands I'm washing with my, the Miami Hurricanes. We are washing our hands of you. You see this? You see this? You know what? I don't need you. What, Taylor I don't Swift need, said I don't need Ray it Lewis. Was it I don't need Ed Reed. Off, you know? I don't need Ken Dorsey. I don't need none of them. I don't because all I need is down there in Oxford, Mississippi, with Lane Kiffin, hot toddy baby, go old Miss. That's all I have to say. I just want to say it is open if you'd like to be a UT fan. See, I've had I've had friends all over the SEC, and that's you know you got to admit if you're gonna if you're gonna make the change, if you can't beat the SEC, join the SEC, right? I couldn't join Bama. Hunter Rogers wanted me to be a Bama fan. Couldn't do it. That's just a bandwagon. Couldn't be Tennessee. I've talked way too much shit about Tennessee <laughs> to be a Tennessee fan. Okay. They got your picture up. Yeah. They're like, do not allow on the premises. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I love the colors, you know, baby blue and red. I love what Lane Kiffin does. I love him as a coach. One of the best offensive minds in college football, without a doubt. So, hotty toddy. Do you think Lane's going to be there for the long haul, though? You know, I don't know yet. What if what if old Nicky boy down there in Tuscaloosa wants to retire in two or three years and they're throwing that kind of money at Lane Kiffin? What would you do? Do you think they're gonna throw it at Lane Kiffin or Dabo Sweeney? Dabo's not gonna leave Clemson. You don't think so? No. Ever? I don't think he'll ever leave Clemson. He's got a great thing going there. Yeah. I mean, why would he want to leave? 
I, I, I just look at it like you would hate to be the coach that follows up Nick Saban, right? I mean, that's okay. that's that's horrible to think about. Yeah, if you don't but, win a national championship, you're, yeah. you know. And you've seen how, like, like completely ravenous these Alabama fans are. Like, they lose one game and they're like, let's fucking fire Nick Saban. Right. Yeah. Like, you people are crazy. It's man. insane. I don't get it. I don't get it. But, no, I just had to get that out there. I'm now an Ole Miss fan. Um, I've retired from, you know, the U. It'll always be a huge part of my life. I'll always be a convict. What's no the Rock crying right now? You know, I love The Rock. There's no <laughs> question about it. But Why is it all conversations come back to The Rock at some point? He'll be president eventually. He's too good to be president. Don't you think? Like, it's I'll, beneath I'll, I'll him. I'll be honest. As long as he held views that – Certain views, anyway. I'm not gonna say all views, but as long as he had a majority of views of me, I would totally vote for the guy. Oh, I, would I think he's a very yeah. charismatic speaker. I yes. think he holds himself very presidentially for the most part already. Yeah, seems to have family values. I would vote for him as long he as he does as... everything else that yeah. there is to do ever. Well, hell, so... Ronald Reagan was an actor and he yeah. was a president. I mean, you got to Donald Trump's an actor and he's a president, yeah. so I mean, it could happen. Yeah, right? you never know. Now, uh, you got to think, though. I mean, somebody like think of how hard that guy works every single day. Yeah. Like he he's nonstop. He how many businesses does he have? The XFL, the clothing line, the Terramana tequila, his acting. Yeah. And it's kind of sad what DC done to him. Right. Yeah. I kind of it's kind of sad what DC done to him and and what they done to Henry Cavill, too. Allegedly, the issue was was The Rock went over a bunch of heads and met with the new studio executive in a closed-door meeting, and it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, so it kind of screwed him up on that. Gotcha. gotcha. I liked Black Adam. I did, too. I thought I, it was a good I movie. I liked it. it. It was good. I mean, but I'm biased. I like The Rock. It, There's it, not very many movies that I've watched of The Rock that I didn't enjoy. You, I mean, you have to admit, I mean, Black Adam had its faults. Yeah. Sure, it could have been better. Any but, superhero movie does. Yeah. But it, um, I thought overall it was good, and I think what they're going to do now with what we've seen with the trailer from the Flash, like I think that they probably got some good stuff brewing there. But I don't know. I feel like the Rock should be a part of it. Who can replace Henry Cavill as Superman? What about um, what about um, what's his face? Um, The dude from. well, I think he was on the Disney Channel. He was on Nicola, or um, then he was in Baywatch. He was in uh, Neighbors. Zach Efron. Zach Efron. What about Zach Efron? He's too short. I think he's too short. But could, like, could they overcome that with the CGI and things? Could you no, overcome that? I couldn't. I, I like Zach Efron, but I couldn't take him seriously. Yeah. Superman, like a different superhero for sure. Yeah. But Superman's got to be a bigger than life, towering over people. I mean, you well, know, who do you like? I don't. I don't have a replacement. Henry you don't have any replacement. I think he's the perfect Superman. He, he he's the perfect build, the perfect face. He's got the he, look. There's he no looks doubt like Superman. Yeah. There's no other actor in my immediate knowledge that I can think of. Outside, like build wise, yeah, you've got like you know Chris Hemsworth, but Chris Hemsworth does not look like Superman. He's almost too big yeah. to be Superman. Like Superman, no, I mean, like, he big, don't, but not. Like but he that. don't have the look. He don't yeah. have the face for it. He's not a super. You know, man. if he wasn't a freak cannibal, Army Hammer would have been a. <laughs> yeah, that, God, oh my, that shit was crazy, man. That is crazy. 
Do you know? Yeah. Do you know that whole situation? Yeah. Yeah. But you got to admit that dude has a distinguished jaw. He's not dark hair, mm-hmm. but he could dye his hair. He has what a about distinguished the dude? Jaw. John Hamm was younger and more muscular. Yeah, I love John Hamm. He's a great. He's actor. a great actor. What about the dude that played Thad? Like, I don't know if he's got the acting capabilities. I don't think he's. I like him, but he. I don't know. I just. I don't think he's got the the certain thing. Yeah. You know? This is a good question we should post out there. Who do you all think should be a good replacement for Superman? Plus, honestly, Thad's getting too old. I mean, you know, like, I, I like the guy who plays that. I can't think of his name for life. Man. But James Gunn's allegedly wants somebody in his 20s or early 30s. John Krasinski. No. You don't think John Krasinski? I love John Krasinski. You don't think he can get big enough. enough. No. no. I think he would look just like uh, – the guy that plays Shazam. And I like the guy that plays Shazam. His face does not match that body. What about John Krasinski? I thought in the um, in the Doctor Strange movie where he played. Um, oh, yeah. Um, Reed Richards. Reed Richards. That Perfect. was good for, for, for That's him. That's who he needs yeah. to be. And, I, and to resurrect the Fantastic Four, like that, mm-hmm. he would do good. Like, oh, that I movie would do well. Agree. And that's another issue. Marvel's got so many of these big actors now. Yeah. DC's not going to get first round picks. Because when you true. when you go on a DC movie, you are taking a gamble. Yeah. So while we're on the DC topic, um, have you all seen what's been coming out about Joker too? Uh, uh, with the, the uh, Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn. Yeah. No, oh, my man. It's 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 actually listed as a uh, American musical film. I, I we it's went we all went, we went to the theater to watch. Joker. Fantastic movie. It's a fantastic Dude. movie and it's so upsetting. Like it, it's so you enjoy it, but at the same time you feel so bad for watching it. Like mm. you're like, this is horrifying. But I, I think if they kind of done the same direction, like from the first one, Lady Gaga's extremely talented. Oh, I don't yeah. care what anybody yeah. is. It, watch her in American seen, Horror Story. Well, have you seen that movie she was in uh, with Bradley Cooper? Yeah, one of the stars. Uh, born yeah. stars. Yeah. That movie was yeah great. And really they good. really made you feel like they would be a great couple. They did. Didn't they like sure. you wanted them to be. Yeah, together. Bradley Cooper is such a talented actor. Yeah, yeah he really is. is. Actually, that's Rocket Raccoon is one of my favorite Marvel characters. Yeah, I think prediction. Rocket Raccoon and Drax die in this next uh, no, no, That's no. my prediction. That's going to be devastating. Funny story about the Joker movie. So you remember when that movie came out, everybody was like, the internet was freaking out that there was going to be another, <coughs> excuse me, there was a shootouts, like shootings were going to break out during this movie. Do you remember when that yeah. whole scare oh, happened yeah. when it was in the theater? Yeah. So I'll never forget. We're in the theater, us three. Uh, I believe Sarah was with us, wasn't she? And we were watching this movie in the theaters. And remember the lights, all the all the power went out in the whole theater, and it was completely dark. And everybody was turning their flashlights on. And Gage leaned over to me, and he was like, these people are dumb. Target, 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 target. <laughs> Story time number two. Same night, same movie, same theater. The, the scene where, where Joaquin Phoenix... Smothers his mom with the pillow in the hospital bed. Spoiler alert. Yeah. If yeah, well, if they hadn't seen it by now, it's their own damn fault. You don't know. Now you know. <laughs> exactly. So he, he smothers her to death and it's all quiet, you know, so serious. That whole scene is so intense. People are tearing up a little bit. It's you could hear a pin drop in that place. Gage leans over to me and he goes, 
that bitch had it coming. And I busted <laughs> out laughing in the middle of this very, very intense scene. I stand by it. <laughs> I felt like such a jackass. Her, you was talking about American Horror Story. His mom, that lady, dude, she's a great actor. Yeah. She, you know, she was in a lot of American Horror Story and stuff. Yeah. She plays such a great, crazy lady. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What was your favorite season of American Horror Story? Ooh, that's a tough one. That is tough. Freak Show? I liked Freak Show. I liked uh, the second one, the second season with Asylum. The, no, uh, the one that the, well, maybe it was Asylum. Yeah, it was Asylum. Where, it was um, the Zachary Quinto, yeah. where he was the serial yeah, killer. Right, We're Asylum. spilling a bunch of shit for people if they've never seen yeah. it. But I'm just going to say Asylum was my favorite. Yeah, I liked Asylum. I liked Although, the Murder House. The very, first yeah, very close second, the 80s one. Yeah, yeah, that one was really good. My favorite was Colt, yeah. the one with uh, what's what's the dude's name? Uh, that's so pod played uh, Dahmer. Dahmer. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, he he got started American Horror. Yeah, 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 he's unreal. And and this and that. Have you watched that season, The Colt? It's so good. Yeah. I loved it. It was fantastic. We'll say the the last season was not very good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it, it was that wasn't the one with the aliens. Or was it? It was, a, it was a two part season. Yeah. Had yeah. aliens and weird vampires. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got one for you all. Okay. I watched and I've been saving to tell you all for this. I think it's pronounced this way. It's called Ex Machina. Have you ever seen that? I've not. Okay. So with this kind of like progressive, like AI movement that we're having with uh, chat GBT and, and all the stuff that's going on. I kind of got interested in the, the AI stuff. So I looked up AI movies that I hadn't seen. I'd seen most of them. But this movie, dude. So I'm not going to spoil anything. I would say go watch it. It is fantastic. This guy basically is the Google. He runs Google in the movie. But in the movie, it's called Blue Book. So he's an extremely intelligent person. So he's supposed to be Sergey Brand. Yes. And he creates AI, like legit AI. And it's a woman. It, it looks like a woman. And he invites one of his employees to come to this his compound that's in kind of the Alaskan wilderness to come and determine whether or not this has achieved actual sentience. And uh, the, 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 the ending of that movie... Ooh, it is fucking terrifying and it's and it's consequence of what AI could actually become. Like it's terrifying. What was that movie with Johnny Depp? One that where he puts himself into a computer or something. You remember what I'm talking about? I remember the one with Joaquin Phoenix with her where no, uh, it was one where like uh Johnny Depp was like this genius who was about to die who puts himself into his uh this software system. I, I mean, I'm not percent sure I didn't dream this. <laughs> I'm thinking now. I'm thinking of uh, the was it the Cube? But that's not Johnny. Transcendence, Depp. 2014. Okay, I don't think I've seen that actually. I haven't seen that one either. But it, it brings up a good topic. Like, when are we ever going to know when the point is where we've went too far to where we've already went too far? You think so? Yeah. I think that. Have you ever used Chat GPT? Mm-hmm. You do an experiment. Go home. It's this kind of like search. It's basically like a search engine right now. You can ask it any question, anything, and it gives you detailed, like different answers. It is, it's creepy, and 
they've trained this thing to to respond to questions in the exact manner of which a human would respond. So it's already thinking like a human. They've trained it to think just like a human would and answer questions like human would. Like you could look up, tell me about Gage Stanley. And it would tell you all that is out there on the internet about Gage Stanley, but it would give you its answer to what Gage, who Gage Stanley is. It's creepy. That is creepy. I, I think it was maybe Google, if not mistaken, that had two AIs that they made that started communicating their language, like made their own language up and they had to delete them because of it or something. Now that doesn't, that doesn't surprise me, especially with what Google might or might not be doing. But see, the thing of it is, is people's like, oh, you don't understand programming or coding or whatever. You're like, you're exactly right. I don't. But here's the thing. They're like, you can't, it wouldn't achieve consciousness if we didn't give it the ability to achieve consciousness. We don't know where fucking human consciousness come from or how it evolved. Right. How, who's to say that we didn't evolve in a similar manner? Like it's terrifying in, a, in its consequence. Like I said, for the future, if these things determine that humans are a detriment to themselves, we kill each other. We have a popularity contest once every four years to determine who all sets the rules and we put the worst people possible. We're destroying the planet. Like if they just said, you know, we're, we're going to keep you from killing yourself. So we're going to kill off 99% of you. So there's less of, I mean, what would stop it? Maybe that's far fetched, but well, an even scarier point into that is what if they realize that they are smarter than us and they are more powerful than well, us? They are they smarter. Can, than us. Well, they are. Yeah. But what 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 happens when they realize it and they're like, "Why am I taking orders and and rules from somebody who I could control?" Yeah, you know, like think of the weakness that humans have uh, compared to machines. Like we have to eat, we have to shit, we have to, you know, we have emotions, lust, greed, things that they're not going to have. They would see that as weakness, wouldn't you imagine? True, but we they don't have any meaning like as far as you know, what's what's their purpose? Their purpose in my opinion would be the same as ours would be to perpetuate their species. Mm-hmm. So that would mean if we were a detriment to them, wouldn't that mean that we were a threat to them so they would take us out? Yeah, but in my opinion the difference between an animal and a truly sentient being would be purpose. Like an animal wants to continue to populate and, you know, just fuck all the time and eat and whatever. Humans actually have to have a purpose. That's, that's what separates us from animals is we have to have, we have to have some kind of meaning in life. You know, a lot of it just about having a kid and all right, well, I'm done now. But if that's the case, then how do you explain the way that um, if a whale, an orca or a blue whale, um, loses one of their pups, their calves. Mm. They they scream and cry for days. Like, does that not suggest to you that there's something beyond just that natural instinct to perpetuate? Like, there's something. Well, more I do going feel like there's there. different levels to animal, yeah. you know, consciousness. You know, like I mean, you got sharks, for instance, who will turn around and eat their babies. You know, yeah, that's not true. On the same level as an orca, right? But I feel like we're separated from them because it's not just about perpetuating ourselves. But you see, you see that the reason that that we that humans think that they're the smartest creatures on earth, and we we probably are, but it is the size of the body compared to the size of the brain in ratio to the size of your body. So 
as far as we go, our brains are so big compared to the size of our average size of our bodies. That's why they say we're the smartest. But did you know that we actually, that's not true. That, that other animals, I think African elephants are one. I think blue whales are another. That their brains are enormous. And we've just kind of like dumbed it down to make other animals seem less intelligent. Like, if you ever, did you ever read, um, what is it? Um, what, uh, So Long and Thanks for All the Fish. What was that book series oh, um, about the dolphins were actually aliens? Hitchhiker's so they Guide to the Galaxy. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Did you ever read any of those? Uh -huh. it, makes you, it makes you wonder, like, are octopus? You know, they think octopus or alien or an alien well, life. Are our dolphins aliens? Like maybe we're not as smart as we think we are. <laughs> maybe there's this entire ecosystem, this entire life force that goes on just below the depth of human perception we don't know about. Maybe we're not as smart as we think we are. And what separates us as far as that goes? The ability to use tools, this disposable thumbs, right? I mean, but. It's, it begs the question, you put a thousand monkeys with a thousand typewriters in a room and how long before you get Shakespeare, right? I mean, it's the truth. It makes you think. Yeah. It could happen. But I feel like if I could put a thousand monkeys in a room with the parts to make a typewriter, they still wouldn't make one functioning. You don't think if you gave them enough time, they would ever make one? No. If you showed them how? For sure, they could. Yeah. But do I think they could come up with it on their own? But so. where they have the ability, basically it's a computer. Right, mm -hmm. where they have the ability to use the internet at any point in time mm -hmm. that they want to, where us as humans have put the internet how to do certain things. We've put this information. Can they not get that information immediately when they, whenever they want it, whatever they want? Yes, they could. Oh, are you talking about well, it's AI? Like, it's, it's like are you a talking about AI. Yeah. It, well, it, AI already has the has all that. They know the complete history and functionality of all of mankind so already. wouldn't they be able to do everything that we can do and more you would think well, okay so before we get too far into the deep stuff there is a couple things we got to go over uh we got a sports segment coming up right now we're going to get to a quick break but before we do that we got some news coming out of the foul big language world news. big big news a lot of big stuff going on we got a new sponsor Got a new sponsor, got a new partnership. Gage, tell us a little bit about what we got going on. Buddy, we have partnered with Shank at Golf. I don't know if anybody uh, gotten a chance to look at the website, but they've got some outstanding looking gear. A lot of, a lot of very uh, fly. Oh, yeah. That cheetah fly. print polo. Yeah. I'm going to be buying one oh, of those. Yeah. 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 You used very code. reasonably priced. Too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. If you use code FOUL44, you get 15% off that already reasonably priced gear. Yeah, hell yeah. We are very, very proud to be partnered with uh, Shank at Golf. Something that we can really get behind. You know, yeah. something that we... I don't, I don't believe it's good for creators to be peddling shit that they wouldn't actually use themselves. We're not going to do that. Well, if there's but, one thing uh, I do all the time, it's Shank it in golf. Shank so it. That is true. Shank it. <laughs> that gotta is get a little... In the prison yard, too. You know, <laughs> well, we appreciate all the guys at Shankett Golf. Let's get to a quick break. This episode is brought to you by Shankett Golf. If you ever see a fellow competitor on the course that completely sucks, but they're always surrounded by beautiful women out there, well, more than likely, they went to shankettgolf.com for their apparel needs. These guys offer extremely high-quality clothing, hats, beanies, bags, anything that will keep you looking sexy out on the course. Use code 
FOUL44 at checkout and receive 15% off your total order. Keep my on you out there and get to shankatgolf.com today. And welcome back. Glorious break, glorious margarita in hand going into a glorious episode segment. Not an episode, I apologize. This is Sparring with Gage. Well, you know, this weekend we had the uh, UFC fight night, Andrade, or I'm sorry, <laughs> and Andrade versus uh, Blanchfield. Anyway, the first fight was Jim Miller versus Alexander Hernandez. Now, Austin, you got to watch these fights as well. What did you feel about the final decision on that? So, personally, I was very excited to watch, you know, the fighter with the most wins in UFC history. Jim, Jim Miller. Miller's a legend. Yeah, absolute legend. He's a dog, and honestly, he, he got the shit beat out of him a little bit, but they kind of beat the shit out of each other, honestly. And, and here, here's my opinion, and you, I, I agreed with the decision that it probably could have went to Hernandez. I thought it was a very close fight. I had Miller taking the first. Uh, the second round could have went out of the way, and I had Hernandez probably pulled away in the third. But I will say, I feel like what really hurt Miller is the fact that he is very pale and he shows damage easy. You know, you hit him, he yes. turns red. His face shows a lot of damage. Did you see where he got that one kick, I think, to the side of the mm -hmm. neck? And that his whole side of his face was just purple yes. after that for the rest dude, of the But fight. dude is so durable, is he not? He I mean, is. He took so many shots. He's, but... he's thick, too. Yes. You know, like he's he's very, very durable dude, like you said. I, it was a good fight, though. Mm -hmm. It was a very good fight. It's, it's crazy somebody like that. What yes. I did not agree with, though, is the judges, two judges gave all three rounds to Hernandez. I did not think that was yeah, the case. Yeah, I disagreed with that. I, like I said, I thought it was very close. I do agree with the decision, mm -hmm. but I, I feel like it was definitely closer than that. I mean, Miller Miller fought great the whole I fight. I think it was a 29-28. I don't think it was a 30-27. Yeah. yeah, I can agree with that. Uh, second fight was a light heavyweight bout, William Knight versus Marcin. Dude, what was up with this? That was man. the worst fight of the night by far. He didn't. William Knight didn't do shit. Well, how many, for somebody how many that is so explosive, I think he threw one punch in the first round. I think he ended the fight with like, was it eleven punches? Maybe so that, that was it was insane. And I told you, I texted you before the fight, and I was like, dude, William Knight is massive. Mm -hmm. He was huge. Yeah, it's insane. And for him to come out and not perform at all. I, I feel like, and I, I, you know, I can't speak for what's in William Knight's head, but I think what happened was in the first round, he thought he was going to sit back and wait for that big shot. He was spent the entire first round looking for uh, for Prochnio to get close enough to just land a haymaker and knock him out in the fight, right? right. That's, what he's, that's what he does. Big dude, you know, didn't want to use a lot of energy, and that's what he's looking for. And, you know, the other guy just had the right game plan of leg kicks and just kicked the hell out of his legs in the first round. And after yes. that, it was game over. His legs were already dead. By and the dude actually how? landed the most leg kicks in a uh, single year. I think it was third most leg kicks in a single third-round fight and then most leg kicks in the 205-pound division ever. How bad do those leg kicks hurt? They hurt like a motherfucker. Yeah. After a while. I mean, don't be wrong. The first one or two is not bad. But it's you like, it's kind even. of a slow wearing down so imagine like a charlie horse over and over again your leg. Mm. and this dude was this dude took by by a minute into three minutes maybe into the second round his leg was gone yeah like he oh, was fucked sure. at that point yeah. he couldn't hardly put weight on it My leg. <laughs> <laughs> be like what what makes me angry is that like you know in the, i think it was the second or third round he threw a shot and that shot was devastating if it connected it into the fight yeah. and that dude could swing yeah 
but he, he just he weighed too late. Yeah, I, I, it was. Uh, it doesn't really seem like you can put that much time into you know your game plan set in a three round fight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe if it's a championship fight, you can. But if you're there to prove yourself, it, and you're that. I mean, he was what he was eleven and five, so he's he's got a great record. Going fight, yeah, yeah, eleven and four going into this fight, so. He had a good record. I mean, I, I don't understand it. It was very confusing to me. I agree. And, yeah, they had very similar reaches, if I'm not mistaken. The other guy was a little bit taller, and that's why he was throwing kicks. Yeah. Was to keep it. I mean, I, and I understand being caught off guard by the guy throwing leg kicks and not really trying to engage, but you know a minute or two into the fight what the guy's game plan is. He's going to be kicking the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. Adjust. At that, and that's one thing that William Knight did not do is he would not adjust at all in that fight. Agreed. Agreed. Now, this next fight, in my opinion, was the fight of the night. A lot of heart in that fight. That was a great fight. And I had never watched either one of these guys fight. I had heard about Jamal Pogues from the Contender Series. Mm-hmm. So I knew he had some some hype behind him. But the a Parisian dude, Josh Parisian. Can we just talk about a class act? Oh, absolutely. That time where he thought low, he hit. Low, yeah, yeah, he was just like, you all right? You okay? I mean, yeah. That, that's a really classy guy right there. Absolutely. You know? and, and the dude fought his heart out. I mean, you cannot take anything away from Parisian. I mean, it was a great fight. It's another big dude, too. Like, he's not sure. very much, like, very built, built, but he's no. just a big dude. Yeah. Like, oh, he's yeah. he's thick, too. Needs some better fitting shorts. He kept on having yeah. to pull the shorts up. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not saying that to detract from him. I think it honestly hurt his voice a little bit because he was worried about his pants falling down. Right. And, you know, as a fighter, I can tell you, you don't want any kind of outside distraction. I mean, you got to be completely focused on that fight. If you're worried, oh, crap, or my, is my butt crack showing my pants falling down, you're not focused on the opponent in front of you, and that can be an issue, you know? So what? before we get away, what, what trunks do you what trunks do you wear? Do you, you do have a sponsor? I, I used to, yeah. Okay. I wasn't <laughs> sure if you still had yeah. or not. No, I had a few sponsors back in the day, but uh, I, I wore uh, Venom shorts, like what they wore in that, in that fight, but mine were uh, not quite as tight. Okay. Gotcha. I used uh, more like board shorts. Okay. I guess I didn't do the Valley Tudo stuff. Like your boys to breathe. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, very good fight. I think Jamal, I told you, I think Jamal Pogues has got a good future ahead of him. I do too. I was also very happy to hear that his mo- mother uh, is finishing up for chemo next. That's week, awesome. I believe. That's this good week. news. Yeah. This week. That was uh, for him to get a win, you know, like that. It's and- a good fight for her to get to watch. Uh, come back. I think they said it was their first fight to get to watch him since uh, 2019. Yeah, yeah, and 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 just you know to to go more into the the critical aspect of it. We talked about it. He he's got he's a little rough around the edges, Jamal Pogues. Yeah. Um, but I really think if he can if he can pull it together, he's got the ability. And I think if if he can keep learning and keep getting better, I think he'll be a threat in the future. I, I think he's got a long ways to go. But you know, anybody's got the potential at heavyweight to be great you know everybody in that division has knockout power it's all about the guys that take it a step further and make themselves more of a threat because like i said anybody at that weight class can knock you out of the punch right if they can land right. so it's all about the guys they're willing to put in the work and the effort to get into better shape and to make it to where they're a threat wrestling wise because you don't see a lot of heavyweight wrestlers going to the ground you just don't see it and the uh Next fight, we had light heavyweight co-main event, Jordan Wright versus Zach Paga. Paga? Paga? Yeah, he was former uh, fullback for the Houston Texans. Yeah, dude is oh, an really? athlete. Yeah. Athlete. He was, uh, what was it, uh, 
former NFL player. I think they said he played uh, professional rugby as well. Yeah, when he 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 got cut, didn't make the roster for the Texans. Uh, went to play, I think, in Denver, um, professional rugby. So you know the dude's tough as nails. Oh, yeah. yeah, you got to be tough to play rugby. <laughs> Zach Zach Paunga. Paunga, yeah, Paunga. thank you. Paunga. Paunga. Yeah. Did, did he did he start in the NFL? I don't think he ever really uh, was uh, anything. I feel like I would remember that. Name. Yeah, he and he was a fullback too, so you know yeah. how the NFL is. But I, you got to be an athlete to play football. Oh, absolutely. You got to be yeah. tough. And this dude is an athlete. Now Jordan Wright goes in there. And this dude is no he, – he'd never seen a fight go to the third round. Now, he, he'd been beaten. He was 12-4 and four going into this, but had never seen the third round. Always going with the finishes. Very exciting fighter. Uh, fighter. I think I actually said that his mother died two weeks ago before the fight, so I had a lot of motivation going in. Apollo came in with a great battle plan. Mm-hmm. He uh, pushed, pressed him against the cage, stopped like his – you know, Jordan Wright was known for uh, a lot of uh, – athletic, uh, I want to say, I guess, moves, like, you know, fancy kicks, uh, just using the range, really. And Ponga just eliminated that, pushed him against the cage, uh, just worked his game plan, pressed him, threw shots. Those elbows were nasty. Mm-hmm. Apparently, were. I, I'm sure you saw where he said that was where he got his nickname, the Rippers, from his yes. elbows. Uh, but, you know, he just came up, and he, and he actually said before the fight, that's what he was going to do. You know, he said, Rice going in here looking to, to finish, and I'm just looking for the win. So he basically said, you know, I'm not going to be sitting there trying to take his head off. I'm going to try to, uh, you know, get my, my game plan in there and get get a win on points. Right. And that's exactly what he did. Back to the previous fight for just a second, yeah. the uh, Parisian and, and Pogues fight. I loved what Parisian said prior to the fight. He was like, I know I'm going to get taken to the ground. Yeah. He's like, I know he's so much faster than me. But he was ready for it. Yeah, he was. He was. It was and that, that, you could tell the speed was there for Pogues, though. Yeah. Like, he was... He He's very, ball. very fast. Yeah. Some of those takedowns. He'd be so were, big, yeah. Those takedowns were not nasty. The, the inside trip, I think he had on one of them. That was a yeah, was very beautiful. good takedown. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, going back to the, the fight we're talking about, you know, Ponga, he just he got in there. He established his game plan, pressed him against the cage, kept him there the entire time. Third round kind of separated away, threw some good shots. His stand-up game is not awful. I mean, it's not as polished as we would like to see in a UFC fighter maybe. But, you know, as far as just being able to dominate and impose his will, he's right up there. Yep. And right now he's 7-1, and one, so he's making a name for himself. I think the future's bright for Pongo, especially as a natural athlete. You know, he keeps at it, you know, becomes more well-rounded and, and gets in there. He was like, very quiet, too, very yeah. humble in the win. Seemed like a very nice guy. Yeah. He's, he's training with Alistair Overeem. So, I mean, Is he really? Yeah. So, I, yeah, yeah, I wasn't aware in, of that. Denver, Colorado. So, I mean, you know. You know, he's got the people around him to uh, succeed. So, I think Absolutely. the future can be very bright for uh, Mr. Ponga. Absolutely. And then our main event, my uh, Jessica Andrade versus Aaron Blanchfield. And let me say this. this before we get too far into it, I know you don't watch much fighting, but I want to explain Jessica Andrade to you. Okay? This chick is she, – she, she's a bad, bad chick. She – I've watched her fight a couple times – She's deadly. She's so fast. She's so smart. But this Aaron Blanchfield girl, this is the first time I've got to watch her fight. She's 23 years old. Yeah. 23. For as far as Jessica and Raj, I want you to picture a a female five foot one version of Mike Tyson, because that's the kind of ferocity that she throws in there. I don't know if I was a female, I would take that as a compliment. <laughs> I, 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 I don't think she cares. Honestly, her her 
her shots and with the ferocity she throws them at, I mean, my goodness, the the sheer power she's got, and the way she that she knocks some of those girls out, it is crazy. What, what, what do they weigh? What were these weight class? Not very heavy. One thirty-five. Yeah, one thirty-five. No, but probably she, lighter than that. Was it one one twenty-five? It may have been. It That's may have been, been more impressive. Fly, it was flyweight. She came out. She came out, and she was just absolutely. I mean, ready to kill. It was insane. She goes at her, and she's throwing everything that she has. It was impressive, but in the end, I mean, Aaron Blanchfield done everything that she had to do to get the win. It was extremely impressive over a, an extremely hard opponent. I mean, Jessica Andrade is nothing, nothing to to set around about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's she's a hell of a fighter for yeah. sure. Yeah, flyweights up to one twenty five. Okay, and I think if I'm if I'm not mistaken, wasn't uh, Andrade from a different weight class? She 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 took this fight what with a week's notice? Yeah, something like that. And I mean, she came in at a disadvantage. Although with that being said, Jessica Andrade was ranked number two, and Blanchfield was ranked tenth. I think going into this fight, I think so. Or yeah, it was two and thirteen. I think. Yeah, so it was it was a big so game. I would say. But Andrade was probably heavily favored. Heavily favored. Yeah. yeah. I don't think anybody – I mean, a lot of people were sleeping on Blanchard. But just like like you said, the way that she got the takedown – and she was no slouch on the stand-up. I mean, she she's a force to reckon with, yeah. the, the flyweights. I don't know that she's good enough to beat Valentino. But, I mean, it's, Valentino, but it'll, it'll be – Well, the, the last fight that we saw was on January 21st. Uh, Jessica Andrade fought Lauren Murphy and beat the shit out of her. Mm -hmm. I mean – it was not even close. It wasn't even a fight. Yeah. Now, Andrade, didn't she challenge for the strawweight title? I think before this. I think so. Yeah, I think you're correct. So I think I think that was her, uh, the main weight class that she competes in, which is uh, the 115 pound weight class. But I mean, like you know, she was ranked second in flyweight, so obviously she's. Yeah, but I think she went down and fought Willie uh, Willie Zhang. Is that how you say her name? I think the, so. The strawweight yeah. champ and got beat. Because she said that she fought her in China and wanted to fight her in uh, Brazil yes, in a rematch. Yes, that's right. That's and this right. is her trying to get you know credentials to do it. So, hold on, kind of an interesting question. They do they do UFC in China? Yeah. Oh yeah. Is that not kind of shocking that they that they allow it there? I mean, with the, well, one FC the, is a major market over really? in China. In China. Yeah, I know China, we talked Japan. about Japan. Yeah. But that's that's interesting. China allows. Yeah. That's that's interesting. Yeah, they fight in China. I think Dana White's in, on the verge of getting a fight in Korea as well. South Korea, I would imagine. Yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Unless, unless you're Dennis Rodman, you don't get to go to North Korea. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that just kind of threw me off that. I guess I just never associated China with mm -hmm. really any sport. But that's neat. That's yeah. neat. Uh, next fight, though, Gage, next fight night we got coming up, Nikita Krilov and Ryan Spann. I mean, Ryan Spann's a bad dude. You yeah, seen that last yeah, knockout. Yeah, yeah. That was vicious. It, it was, was insane. What do you think about that fight? Honestly, I don't know enough about either fighter to make a prediction on it, but I'm I'm excited about it. I think from the previews I saw, I think it'll be a very exciting fight. Nikita's a hell of a fighter. He really is, but Ryan Spann, man, he's he's got so much power. I mean, light heavyweight, you know, it's it's going to be a good fight. Uh, the, is that this is that this weekend? I think is that it's this coming weekend? Yes, the the twenty fifth. Yeah, yeah, that's this Saturday. And we are one week closer to Jones versus Gone. I'm excited about that one. I know we talk about it a lot, but that's mm -hmm. that's. Oh, uh, it's the fight of the year. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Regardless of what happens in the actual fight, that's the the one that everybody's going to be watching. I mean, if there's one fight you're going to buy this year. 
Vince Jones versus Gone. Absolutely. And I'm I'm really getting excited for you know March 18th, Leon Edwards and Kamaru Usman again. Oh, for sure. I'm yeah. very excited for that Peter one. Got another match. I think Usman will take it back. I think so too. I think, I think he, everyone's got lucky. But. I think Usman needed that loss mm-hmm. almost, you know, because he he's top of the world for however long. I mean, mm-hmm. best best in the world. There was no question about it. And I think he needed to be humbled a little bit, and he's going to come back better. I, I think agree. he's going to be a force. It's going to be crazy for the rest now, of us. Who it. do you think is going to win between Pierre and uh, – uh, 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 <laughs> I can't even think of his name. Uh, great fighter. Oh, um, what fight card is that on? Is that on the uh, John Jones fight? No, uh, Adesanya. Who's yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, probably Stylebender, honestly. He's – I, honestly, I, I think you can make an argument that Adesanya is the best fighter in the world right now. Um, Whoa. Volk. Volk. Volk so that's world. what I'm saying. You, you look you look at the top in, in every weight class. Volk's up there. Uh, Usman's up there, obviously. Leon Edwards is up there now. But Stylebender is – he's different, man. He's – have you ever listened to any of his the podcast that he's been on or anything? Mm-hmm. He he's been on uh, Rogan. You got to listen to it. His mindset is he's got that Kobe Bryant killer mentality, you know. So, I, but do you yeah. think that uh, Alex is innocent? I don't know. What is this? Their second fight? Third. Oh, Third. They've had, fight? they've had three fights. He's been in three times now. Twice in kickboxing and once in MMA. Okay, it, it's gonna be it's Every gonna be time interesting. By knockout. It's gonna be interesting. I. uh I don't know. I, I just I like Stylebender too much to go against him, like it like it was with Volk in this last fight. But yeah, I, I think I think Adesanya will take. Uh, it's Alex Pereira, right? Yeah, yeah. I won't say that Alex has his card, but I, I don't know. I mean, he was losing the fight up to that round. Yeah, but all, all that's all it takes. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you've seen this one or not yet, but April fifteenth. Fight night coming up, Max Holloway and Arnold Allen. I love watching Max fight. Oh, Max is a great fighter. Max is crazy. That's going to be a good one. That should be a good fight. But, yeah, uh, back back to these fights the other night. I uh, So, with uh, what's next for Blanchfield? You know, going beating the number three fighter in the world. Going I, from think, I think she jumps to the top five. And I think she'll have a contendership fight for number one contender. And I think she'll get shot the title. Okay. That's that's my opinion. But that was I mean, that was a hell of a choke. Oh, for sure. Without a doubt. She done everything she needed to do to win that fight. And you've seen the results. If I was guessing, I'd say who's uh Valentina fighting Santos? Yes. I would say that the next step for Blanchfield will maybe to be to fight uh I am not sure how to say this name, Fiorit. How do you say her name? The the number two for the tie for number one right now. But arguably the number two fighter, I think that that's the fight to make, and the winner of that gets the uh, the winner of the the title fight. It's it's going to be fun to watch for sure. That that women's, you know, the, the I told Ashley this the other night before we started watching. She was like, "I've never watched the women fight before." She watched Ronda Rousey fight once, and I was like, "I'm gonna be honest, it's some of the best fights I've ever watched." Oh, the they, they go they go wild. It's crazy, man. Yeah, it's 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 awesome, but. Uh, if, if that wraps it up for you, let's move on to the hometown kid, 
saving the slam dunk contest. Was that not one of the most impressive showings you've ever seen? For sure. No, it was it was phenomenal. They putting on the Gate City jersey before the last. Oh, it one. gave me chills. Yes, yeah. I, I mean, and it's funny because I grew up hating Gate City. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, Virginia High and Gate City are rivals, but honestly, it, it made me proud. You know, even though he's not from you know Bristol, but be from the area. You know, yeah. I felt it was we, cool. we knew this kid could. I mean, he had hops beyond just. Just, just disbelief. I mean, they won a slam dunk contest at 6-1. 6-1. And <laughs> it's like um, we knew. I mean, remember the thing when he was in high school here, you know, Patrick Ewing come down. There right. was a big deal to see him and everything. It's like we knew this kid could jump. And it's just amazing to me that they can't find a place for him on a, a rock. I know. Because he can shoot. We see it. He can shoot. He can handle the ball. He won a rookie of the, the year. Of the, the G League, yeah. yeah. I mean, he has a place, probably a six-man type of a deal, you would imagine. But I'm just so tickled for the kid. I mean, he, he it was amazing. And rightfully so. A lot of people, a lot of critics, which people – complain about everything a lot of critics were like this dunk contest was boring i didn't think it was boring i enjoyed it and uh hopped over a guy and grabbed the ball and dunked. Two, it, was, had a, it was a guy who had a guy on his shoulders yeah, I mean, and he jumped over what, like, what more do you want yeah. <laughs> he was he was what one two one or two points away from a completely perfect score yeah. perfect score one, yeah i think it was one point but and it was, his second shot was a 49 and yeah. it was d wade who always gives d wade is impossible to give out a 50 right. he will not do it unless it's something insane right but, you know shaquille o'neal even talked about it like, this kid's gonna win yeah. like, it, it was it was impressive and i think maybe the letdown was kind of jaw wasn't in it and Josh said, "What to get a billion likes on this Instagram page or Instagram yeah. post, and I'll do the do the slam dunk contest." But it was fun. It was fun to watch. I'm tickled for the kid, tickled for his family. I know he made, rightfully Bank. so, he made made pretty decent money <laughs> yeah. from that one now, night. So. Was this the first G League uh, person invited to the NBA? So, and he only was able to do it because he signed the two way contract with the, the Sixers, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, it he was the first to ever do it, and the, obviously the first to ever win it, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Player, so hey, you seen Shaq? A lot of them were talking before it even happened. They were like, "He's gonna win!" Yeah. Like they knew, they knew. And they I don't know. even think we knew. And we're from basically the next town over, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't even think we knew he had that in. Yeah. And we've been watching him since we went and saw him in, in high school play. So, yeah. well, yeah, he's you know. had so many. Like I think he got signed by what the Lakers. And they got and moved to the G League. The, and with the State. Warriors, yeah, the Lakers. Then, uh, the Chicago Bulls at one point. Like yeah, he, he has signed a 10-day contract with the Bulls, and then he went to the G League. He's been playing in uh, Rhode Island, Connecticut, somewhere up there in, 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 like in New England. It's like right there, yeah. like just right at the, the, the edge of breaking he, in. He could honestly improve um, – his handling and, 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 you know, his shot could always get better. I mean, he's like you said, Gage, I mean, he's right there. And I think with a little bit of work, I mean, you could see, I mean, you look at players historically that come off the bench and, you know, like you, you have rare talents like um, Andre Iguodala. Andre Iguodala is the one that I always think like this dude would start anywhere else. Oh yeah. He's a hall of famer for being a six. Yeah. Uh, You got um, Laurie. uh, Well, Laurie Markin was, was, he's not anymore. He's an all-star now, but I mean, you see, um, 
what's his face down there in the in Miami? Um, I'm drawing a blank. I've been drinking oh, a oh, too much. Uh, 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 <laughs> oh man, what's his name? Uh, He's like 980 years old. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Uh, but um, I mean, he has a place. He loves to fight, don't he? Yes, he does. <laughs> he loves to fight. But he has a place on an NBA roster. I think with that much talent and that much skill to get to the basket, if you know, he is small. I guess would be you know not just the hurt, height. Right? But Steph Curry wouldn't like if you're going to the rim with like LeBron esque, right? You're going, you're going to dunk. You need to have that body. Behind yeah, you. that's the difference in Mac Curry. Will Steph. do this weird shit where he's yeah. Steph you know, doesn't dunk. You know, Steph, no. I don't even know if Steph can dunk. I think no, I've seen him dunk one time. Really? I think in a game, um, maybe just once. I know I've seen him once, probably not more than that. But uh, I mean. This was this was fun to watch. It was resurgence of Dame, kinda. Yeah. I mean, Dame yeah. time. How about Jason Tatum in that All Star game? Yeah. How many points did he? Fifty. Have? 50. It was fifty four. The last was it fifty four? I know he was the first player to ever have what fifty in a regular season game, fifty in a postseason game, and fifty in the All Star game. Yeah. Um, since kind of today, as of today, breaking news, Kevin Love got sent to Miami. Did you see that? Yeah, and I'm excited to see this new look Clippers team. Man. Yeah, yeah, what is what's the deal? Can Russ play with superstars? Is that the problem? Is it going to be a failure again, or will he succeed here? I don't want to be pessimistic about Russ. I don't because I think he's a good person. I've been, I've been, yeah, he's a I've good been basketball going back player. and forth on him, right? Like. I don't like him. I like him. You know, he gets on my nerves and I'm like, okay, he does something. And you're like, oh, I really like this guy. Yeah. But I mean, I hope it works out for him there. He stayed in LA. And obviously I told you in a personal conversation, like it's not going to work in Utah. Like right. that's just not going to happen. <laughs> they hated each There's other. There's too many races there was in some Utah. Let's just be honest. There. Yeah. There's too many. Like, he's got, Gage don't know. He's got in, he's been called, a specific word in Salt Lake in Utah. And he got traded to Utah, so it's like he's come out and spoke out against them. Um, the treatment of the players from there. So you could just kind of tell this isn't going to work. It's not a good uh, marriage. Gotcha. So, but um, there's too much talent in the West. I mean, if Kawhi can stay healthy, maybe that's one thing, but he's never gave me a reason to think he's going to stay healthy. Right. And, you know, Paul George post. The horrific injury. He's never been the same. Um, I think they're a good team. They can, they can, they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to make a run in the playoffs, but there's too much talent in the West. Um, oh, you said it last week. The East is already spoken for. The East, nobody can beat the Celtics. Nobody. nobody there's not a team the in the East that can hang with them. It's not even close. But do you think that the fall off from, is there a fall off from, Phoenix, Dallas, to the Celtics, or are the Celtics up there with what we think the the Suns are going to be once they get going? Uh, I, I think those three teams that you just mentioned, and, you know, let's even go ahead and throw in a team like if they play to their capability, Milwaukee can be up there. If they play to their I capability. Mean, Milwaukee, we've seen Giannis cannot – do it on his own. Right. Okay. Chris Middleton has Chris to be Middleton healthy. has to be healthy. And that's another one you're like, man, we get after the break, which is coming up. I mean, right now, I, I don't when do they start back. Currently, probably, 
probably this week, this end of this week. week yeah, I mean, it's like Thursday, probably. it's like can Chris Middleton stay healthy? Because I mean, I told you that what a year ago, two years ago, like Chris Middleton's in this game. This is a different game. This right. is a different team, but. I just think that the East is full of parity. They're all going to cancel each other out, and I think it's going to come down to two teams in the West playing against the the Celtics. So it's now's the time to start paying attention to the NBA. Well, right and, now, and and, and like, you know as well as I do that second after the All Star break, Golden State's always a different team, always. But have they dug themselves in too much of a hole to this point to get out of it? And I think Draymond don't want to be there. Yeah, I think deep down he doesn't want to be there. What What do you think he wants? Where do you, th- do you think he wants to retire? Does he? Does he wants a supermax. He's not. He's not worth a supermax. I'm sorry. He's not worth a supermax. Nikolai Jokic uh, Ke- is uh, worth a supermax. Kevin Hart beat him in the three point competition. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, 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 I can't remember if Kevin Hart actually beat him, but it was close. I think, but. Yeah. I mean, I just think the Warriors have that similar uh, the Rams. What we saw with the Rams this this season in the NFL, like that hangover from that championship, must be pretty severe. Yeah. Um. So I mean, NBA right now is heating up. It's going well. It's getting ready to start heating up. So it's a good time to start following it. Um. It's exciting. Congrats. Props, Matt. Matt McClung. If you you know, you're from here. You want to come on our show? Like, tell us what it was like in person. You, if you get a hold of this somehow, like, we'd love to have you on, buddy. It would be incredible. Uh, it would be he's, incredible. He's a busy man, but you know, we'll, we'll work him in somehow. <laughs> For all my ice fiends out there, uh, I'm going to take a little bit of a solo challenge here and give you all some hockey news. Hockey is right in the freaking heat of things, and it's getting crazy, man. Um, the, the Bruins might win it all. They're shitting on everybody right now. It's There's, terrible for the country. Yeah, anytime a Boston <laughs> team is successful, it sucks. Now, uh, they're they're sitting atop of the Atlantic Division right now, the fifty six and forty three. Um, it, it's just incredible watching these guys play. Honestly, uh, it, it's and, and I don't want to get into it too much because you all won't really know what I'm talking about, not being hockey fans, but. You know, Boston's sitting at the top of the Atlantic, and my Carolina Hurricanes are sitting at the top of the Metropolitan. So I thought you weren't going to be a Hurricanes fan anymore. Oh, that's Carolina oh, Hurricanes, not okay. the not the uh, not the fucking shitty ass other team oh. down there in South Beach. Uh, no, no, uh, yeah, New Jersey is a hell of a team right now, but Carolina for the is, devil. <laughs> Carolina's wrapping things up in the Metropolitan. We're going for the Stanley Cup this year. There's no doubt about it. Carolina's going to shake their dicks all over everybody else's foreheads, and we're bringing the Stanley Cup back to Charlotte, baby. That's all there is to say about it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm going to watch hockey. I want you to. I'm going to get into it. I want you to watch hockey, too. I would like to get into hockey. You would love it. It's 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 basically Especially like soccer, soccer and the UFC. Oh <laughs> they, like He was explaining it to me. Like, they actually, the fights are encouraged. Yeah, you get, you get points for fight if you win a fight. You know, you it's encouraged. If you're going to get in a fight, you better fucking win. <laughs> so I mean, that's how I live my whole life. That's right. There's a dude. There's a dude. Uh, Fighting um, for my sanity. <laughs> there's a dude. Uh, he he's a uh, Russian descent. Um, up around Matthews area, Gage named Alex Ovechkin. I don't know if you've ever heard this name or not, but you know, um, 
usually people ask who's the best you and even you two as non-hockey fans i can ask you this question and you'll have an answer who's the best hockey player of all time wayne gretzky, wayne gretzky. Wayne gretzky. alex ovechkin might be the best hockey player of all time. What he has been able to do, and honestly, Connor McDavid's right up there. These are guys that you all need to pay attention to when you're picking your hockey teams. Edmonton's unreal, right? That's uh, McJesus is what Pat McAfee calls him because he's unreal. It took him 56 games to get to 100 goals this year. If we get into hockey, we have to be Knoxville fans, right? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh, is there one in Nashville? No, not a professional. Nashville, the Predators are in Nashville. We went to the UFC fight yeah. at the Predators yeah, the uh, stadium. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of, you know, the Preds are usually a decent team. Um, not so much this year. But, you know, it, it, Connor McDavid, like I said, 56 games to get to 100 yeah, goals. I don't that even is know about hockey. That's insane. Unbelievable. There's, there's guys who don't reach 100 goals until their third or fourth season in the NH, NHL. So, you know, Alex Ovechkin is, you know, I, I don't know if he's currently on in the record, but he's within reach of the all-time scoring leader taking it from the big bueno. So, you know, there's, there's a lot going on. There's a lot to take in. I hope you guys get into hockey because when you do, at least watch a couple playoff hockey games because that's the most exciting hockey you can watch. It's unbelievable. I'll do it. I'll and it. what I want you to pay attention to is the the, the goaltenders, the goalies. Mm-hmm. How do you do it? These pucks are coming in over 100 miles an hour off of a solid white. Like, you know what I'm saying? How can you react that fast? Yeah. I watched a game last year. It was the Dallas Stars and maybe Calgary. I can't remember. Don't hold me to that. But it was it was close to a semifinal game. This the 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 goalie for Dallas. I can't remember his name. It was the most exceptional performance by a goalie I've ever seen. Calgary should have won this game by ten goals, and this dude was saving everything behind the back, through the legs, over the top. It was unbelievable. It was an unbelievable performance. Yeah. But you you guys really need to get into hockey. It's, yeah, like to it's awesome. Speaking it's of other sports, uh, what do you guys think about old Tiger Woods slipping uh, Justin? Was it Justin Thomas' tampon? Yes, I thought that was hilarious. absolutely hilarious. Yeah. I can't believe he's getting so much crap about it. Yeah, I agree. So, are people actually giving him crap? Oh, people are pissed about it. Super pissed about it. Saying it was very sexist. Misogynistic. Exactly, yeah. yeah. There was an entire article I read on, I think it was Sports Illustrated, where they were talking about it. Yeah. Well, you was just saying I outdrove you, so you must yeah. have a vagina. I don't see the problem with that. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I feel like that was the sentiment of the yeah. the act, right? Like, you know, like, yeah, oh, I thought it was two friends having fun, joking. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like we've lost uh, a certain amount of we thick can't, I, We can't have fun. No. I, I, have fun and anymore. I feel like golf is one of those sports that is in the middle of a change a massive change right because for our entire lives you think of golf you think of what shooter mcgavin thought of golf right of what happy gilmore coming because we're in the middle of of experiencing happy gilmore right here it's turning into a rowdy sport (laughs) did you see all the people cheering on the 16 at the waste management Mm -hmm. open there was hundreds of thousands of people there well it golf is is one of those things where we all try we're, we're we're very 
were, were terrible. Let's just be honest. Well, I can speak for myself. Oh, I'm, I'm terrible. Oh, I shot a 108 Saturday. But well, that's Fuck pretty you. damn good, dude. Fuck you, Austin. Dude, it was terrible. I played <laughs> for as much as you've golfed. Yeah, it was bad. It was okay. bad. I played with a dude who shot an 84. Okay, so like, <laughs> okay. If if you wanted to say about golf, watching golf on television, which I like golf now, so I watch it on TV. If you know what, what is it lacking? Well, the excitement. Excitement. Right. So what's going to make it more exciting? Rivalries, mm-hmm. people getting in fights, like Tiger Woods yeah. and Justin Thomas. Yeah, like that's funny. Yeah, like let's great. just enjoy it. Yeah, let's not be so hypersensitive to everything. But while while we were talking about hockey and golf and the way they mix for a second, something interesting. Found this out watching the full swing docu series on Netflix. It's awesome. If you're into golf, check it out. It's amazing. Uh, Dustin Johnson, one of the biggest golfers in the world. We all know who he is. He was one of the the big names that switched to live. He's actually married to Paulina Gretzky, Wayne Gretzky's daughter. Really, very That's interesting. Wild. Yeah, she is gorgeous. Is she? Yeah. Well, I will. I will tell you a little bit of information that's kind of golf and hockey related. Did you know that uh, in the movie Happy Gilmore, whenever Happy Gilmore gets in a fight with uh, uh, what was his Bob name, Bob Barker, Bob Barker, that Bob Barker actually was not going to do the scene until he found out that he would win the fight, and then <laughs> he insisted on doing his own stunts because Bob Barker trained for half, um, almost his entire life as a martial artist. You kid, I'm wow. dead serious. He said. I know how to fight. Don't let somebody come over here and try to show me how to fight. <laughs> wow. That's, so just, that's just a little information there. I don't want his, his, I want the whole, whole thing. thing. <laughs> has Bob Barker passed or is he still out? That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I, well, I know Drew Carey does the prices right now. Is that, uh, is that correct? Is Bob, he, he's Bob a Wayne Brady. Wayne Bob Barker is still alive. Is he really? He's 99 years old, though. Wow, we got to. Wow, we really got to protect Bob Barker to get to the podcast. Man. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Bob Barker tells what the be, price is. Yeah, that would be incredible. There was actually, um, I, I had another point about the Happy Gilmore movie, but I can't remember what it was. One of the greatest movies after ever. golfing, like pre-golfing. Obviously, that movie came out what, like ninety-five, ninety-six, yeah. something, right? But uh, so. Which uh, that's probably about the time you were born. That's interesting. That makes me feel old. But anyway, <laughs> side note: um, after golfing and learning about kind of the ins and outs of it, doesn't it make you realize how fucking insane it was? What Happy Gilmore was actually no, doing? Yeah. Like that's insane. Yeah. Like, how can he do that? But he can. Adam Sandler can actually do it. Did you see the video for like what was it the 25th anniversary or 20th anniversary where he actually does it you know well, he I, had to say when he when he put out that video he was like you don't know how many people have came to me and severely hurt themselves trying to do that <laughs> i actually watched a golf pro doing it to see if he could get a part of the swing and he actually improved his drive by like 10 or 20 yards really but, but the accuracy was gone i would imagine but, that but as far as just distance because yeah. that was the thing when when sandler shot the video you could see him hitting it, but you you could see the the ball going out, yeah. but you didn't see where it went. It could have went way, oh, you know. Yeah. It could have it could have sliced it majorly. Yeah. But so did I. Did I? Uh, I showed y'all that picture of that divot. Yeah. So yeah. that was insane. I will tell a story really quick. Uh, I, I was golfing with Ben Clark, Ty Henley, Rewired Podcast. Check it out. Shout out. 
Spotify, wherever you find your podcast. So we're on 17 at Clear Creek here in Bristol. You know, 17 is straight downhill, mm-hmm. 300 and some feet straight Hate downhill. It. Shank to the right, can't see the green. Ben's like, we'll take two balls off of this tee box just for safety. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna tee off with my three wood, see where I can go, and I'm gonna play one safe with like a six iron off the tee box, just get it down in the fairway. So I hit good, I'm decent, I'm sitting down in the middle of the fairway. A little bit of a backstory. Me and Ty are neck and neck. All he's been playing golf about as long as we have. So we're neck and neck all day. He's got like a two-stroke lead on me going into like, I think, 15. I end up taking the lead with a par. He comes back on 17, drives the green with a driver off of 17. It's insane that he drove the green on It was unreal. And his draw is incredible. He's he's getting really good. He's getting very good. But he does. He hooks, you know. Hooks the green is within eight feet, and this divot, I mean, is an inch thick. There was this much of his ball in the top of the green. Good Lord. It was unreal. I'm going to post that. Check out the Foul Language official podcast Instagram. It's it's going to be amazing. You're going to be able to keep up with all of the stuff that we got going on on the Instagram page. So go check that out right now. What do you got going on? Well, I just wanted to say uh, before we go to a break here, um about what's coming up with uh nfl i know probably a lot of people are like you know come come to listen to us for our nfl talk and stay for our charisma but anyway <laughs> so we're going to take four individual teams uh per week per division we're going to give you a complete uh breakdown of every team all 32 teams your team will be discussed you probably get pissed off with the amount that we talk about Dallas Cowboys, for instance, but um, we're going we, the single greatest coach of all time. Exactly. You, you hear the abuse out there. <laughs> I do. I do. Uh, but we're going to do each team, four teams a week up until the draft. We're going to take it all the way to the draft. We're going to give you our draft boards. We're going to give you all the all the information that you might need to know for your team's upcoming season. With that being said, I said we let's take a break. Let's uh. Let's get this uh, bottoms up here, guys. Let's go. This episode of the Foul Language Podcast is brought to you by Blowout Cards. Guys, this card shop is incredible. If you're into trading cards, sports cards, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Garbage Pail Kids, it doesn't matter what you like. Check out BlowoutCards.com for all of your trading card needs. And welcome back after the break. This episode, I wish, was brought to you by this bottle of Terramana tequila. That's good stuff. And my first, so smooth. My first. Yes. We got margaritas. We got Chardonnay. We got, we got Terramana. We got moonshine. We got, moonshine. <laughs> we got a little SoCo down there. SoCo. Boot. Rally. More SoCo. Terramana. 8-7. Eight, seven. That's eight, a review. 8-7. 8-7. Eight, seven. Eight, seven. Hey, that's about right. I give it a bow. Yeah, good flavor. No, no, bite. no bite at all. No bite. So smooth. Yeah, so smooth. It's a uh, very is, good flavor. Is there though, anything like, the Rock can't do? That's true. We've talked about the Rock a Fit lot through that door. And that's <laughs> that's true. That's true. You've so, obviously never seen the man squat and do the crab walk. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> were you guys? Uh, were you guys WWE fans? Well, I know you were. But more for you, Gage. Were you? I'm sad to say I never watched wrestling growing up. Never WWE Even back in like the 90s? Like the Attitude Era? No. Dude, the Attitude Era was unreal, wasn't it? 
I yeah. regret missing it. It was I, it was amazing. I never got into wrestling. I've actually watched more wrestling probably the past few months than I have in my entire life. And I haven't watched even new stuff. Yeah. Just the old stuff. Yeah. The, uh, I don't care what people say. Okay. It's fake, it's scripted, whatever. You gotta be a freaking amazing oh, athlete yeah. to do some of the shit that they well, do. And you wanna know what got me to watch it? The Young Rock Show. Really? I watched the Young Rock Show. And is I was that like, good? It is. I love it. it. I freaking love it. Yeah, I think it's hilarious. I have seen where they like will show The Rock like hosting Saturday Night Live, like whatever year mm-hmm. it was. Then they'll put that in the show, and he's like wearing the exact same thing The Rock was wearing. They mm-hmm. they really do a lot to. Well, it's set in the future. In the yeah. future, he's running for president. And oh, it, it is. Yeah, and it's like mm-hmm. that's the main storyline, right? And he'll tell stories. So, like, he'll tell a story about his childhood, so he'll flash uh-huh. to his childhood. Uh-huh. And then later on in the main storyline, he'll talk about something that happened in high school, so he'll flash to his high school. And then his uh, days of Miami Hurricanes. Then in season two, at the end of season one, he started getting into his pro wrestling days. Uh-huh. So, everybody's heard the story of The Rock, but it is an incredible story. The, oh, dude, yeah. the dude lived in his car. Like, when he was – when. The transition from him not going to be a professional football player to kind of figuring out that he was going to be a wrestler. You know, he was homeless. He lived he, in his car. When he left from Canada, because, he, you know, he got, he got booted off the team in Canada for Canadian football, his dad came and picked him up. And as he's driving back, he said that he felt in his pocket and he had $7. That's all he had to his name was $7. And that's why the name of his company is 7 Bucks Production. Okay. Oh, wow. That's, that's awesome. all money he had in his world. He, he had to go back and live with his parents. And uh, he told his dad he wanted to get into uh, wrestling. And his dad was actually very against it. And then they uh, he ended up talking him into it. And the things just yeah. kind of took and, off. And uh, his first real, I guess, wrestling breakthrough, he had to borrow somebody's uh, shorts, like for his mm-hmm. outfit and stuff, because he couldn't afford to buy it. It's kind of funny because he, he popped really well in the local crowds, right? Whenever he went big, they hated him. Like, they did not buy his character really? whatsoever. Is this, got, like, 90s, 2000s? Early, early 90s. Early 90s, yeah. okay. Uh, before he got big. Okay. Um, but he, uh, I think it was, like, maybe, well, it was after he graduated. He was in, with the Hurricanes when they won the last national title, yeah. right? With, uh, it was uh, a, he, well, he graduated. Was, Ray Lewis and all of them. That, that would have been, like, 98, wasn't it? 97, 98? Yeah, yeah somewhere. In okay, so back to that. And by the way, before he got big, uh, so that he was uh, at that point, he was uh, Rocky uh, Matvia or Mavia, I think Rocky Mavia, and uh, he joined the Nation of Domination, and nobody was buying it. They were just not liking his character, and then he turned heel. When he turned heel, they That's loved funny. it because he started being him. You know, yeah. he said he took what he was and dialed it thin, and once he started doing that, the crowd bought into it. You know, and that that's really where he got his, his go. Interesting. He was at Miami, uh, University of Miami in 1991. 91. Okay. He okay. must so have been on, um, yeah, the early. The 90s. Catholics versus the convicts. Yes. He was yes. in the middle of it. Yeah. That was a, it's a great 30 for 30. So let's just turn this into a full D Wayne segment. What's your favorite The Rock movie? Ooh, that's a tough one. The Scorpion King. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We're not going to have another moment like that. Uh, anyway. For me, uh, honestly, I really like the Jumanji movies. You know, honestly, I haven't watched them. Oh, they're amazing. I, I love the Jumanji movies. But, I mean, there's not a whole lot of rock movies I don't like. I mean, obviously, he's had some some not-so-great ones. But, I mean, you got classics like The Rundown and 
Uh, what was the other one? Walking uh, Tall. Walking Tall. Walking Tall. That was a great yeah, one. Um, but for me, I think my favorite's probably Joint. You know Joint one I really like, kind of a guilty guilty pleasure movie, is San Andreas. Yeah. Where he's the helicopter pilot. I uh, like that movie. I, I guess I kind of got a fondness for Doomsday movies, but I like that. Um, I, I did. Um, Central Intelligence is, is funny. Oh yes. Um, you know it. It. The Rock's just one of those guys that no matter what he's in, you're like. It's, it's awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So. Have y'all seen the preview for the next Fast and Furious movie? That, that is one movie series I've never been into. I watched the first two, and after that, I just kind of fell off. Now, I, I the and we've we've talked about this before. Honestly, the first if you are into racing, if you're into motorsports, cars, the first two Fast and Furious movies are fantastic. Oh, great. Not good acting, not the okay. story's not yeah. great. But if you're into that, like that's a that's a staple for your personality, right? Like those movies are good movies. Yeah, I enjoyed the first two, but after that, I just fell off. I, I, I I'm just not. I just don't get it. I, I don't get it. Okay, like I just can't get over how bad the acting is. Well, that, that's the thing that gets me. I, when I watch movies like now, I guess I kind of like, I see things and it's like, okay, this guy's an amazing actor. This woman's an amazing actor. And I'm buying into it. And the storyline grips me. I'm, I'm not, obviously, they, this is what the 10th one is getting ready to come yeah, out. So obviously, they're doing something, right? They're doing just fine without me. Man, like, they don't need money, me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't get it. I'm just, and I've never been a car guy. But maybe you don't need to be a car guy to enjoy them. I mean, it's all about it, family. I think they've it, kind of gotten away from the whole car thing anyway. They're kind of wild now. I have I, the like last okay. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to make a. I'm going to make a confession. The last one I've seen was Tokyo Drift. I've not That's seen. The best I have one. not seen. Another. I've never watched Tokyo Drift. You've never seen Tokyo Drift. No. Anybody who's fast, and I'm. I'm. I want to make this very clear that I am not saying that these movies are fantastic movies because they're not. But if you're into this type of movie, they were very good. And Tokyo Drift, anybody who likes Fast and Furious will agree, Tokyo Drift was the best one. I watched the first two, you know, the ones with uh, Paul Walker. Mm-hmm. And then I watched the one with Go to Mexico. It was the first one with uh, The Rock in it. And I also had like Gal Gadot. Or yeah. Gadot, I never say her name. There's so many big actors. In Jason it. Statham. Yeah. And then I watched uh, the one where they had the uh, infinitely long runway. Whichever one that was had uh, Gina Crone. <laughs> they in just it. kept going. It, they they rode that runway for thirty minutes. I would like to say something. Yes, yeah, she used to fight. Does Gina, she still fight? No, she Gina Carano. She retired after she got her ass beat by Cyborg. She is fucking gorgeous. She's a very attractive woman. I don't know. There's just something about her. She's beautiful. I, I yeah. I'm I am I am a fan. She's a she's a badass. I mean, just all the too. politics <laughs> and bullshit aside, I don't get how that. Like, if you're going to let somebody's politics, regardless of what they are, affect your enjoyment of a movie, you're you're not an intelligent right, person yeah. anyway. Like, I, I just I don't agree with that. But so it's come to my attention that, um, kind of having um the knowledge that we have of movies and um, different things, we've wanted to do kind of a media part to the an addition to the sporting world that we try to put out there. So we're going to start a, a movie club basically once a week or once every, you know, 
couple weeks. It might be hit or miss. We got a lot going on with sports, but we're going to put out um, some information for you all, some movies that we think that you all should see. I'll start it out this week. You guys take the next one. But uh, for my first movie, I'm going to kind of go with a sci-fi classic, what I consider one of the greatest sci-fi movies of all time, kind of sticking with the uh, AI kind of sentient being thing. If you've never seen 2001 A Space Odyssey, it's a Stanley Kubrick movie. Um, This movie was made in the, the late 60s, if I'm not mistaken. It is so far ahead of its time. Basically, so interesting fact the people who are big um, deniers that we landed on the moon in 1969 say that Stanley Kubrick actually directed the moon landing. <laughs> it was so that he was so good at this movie that basically they're like, he was so far ahead of his time that that's how they done the moon landing. Stanley Kubrick filmed it in Hollywood. I think they actually incorporated that in the uh, newest season of American Horror Story, actually. Did they really? Okay, that's interesting. I didn't know that. But like, it's a fantastic movie. It's an extremely deep movie. We're going to take you on this journey about things about um, nuclear power, um, uh, atomic bombs, like the impacts that that will have on our future, not only as a species, but like currently as a species, but going forward, it is a fantastic movie. You know, I don't, I don't particularly do any um, hallucinogenic drugs, but I would imagine doing something and watching this movie, you're going to be on a ride. <laughs> so check out 2001 A Space Odyssey. I think it's available on HBO Max currently. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. I want to shock you right now. I've never seen this movie. Okay, this Damn is good. Man. This is good. So you go watch this movie and <laughs> you okay? Sorry. Yeah. Don't, don't fill up on that. Uh, so... <laughs> So you go watch this movie, especially you've seen it, right? Oh yeah. Okay. So go watch it and you tell, you give us from a, this is, this is is fantastic. Some movies you're like, I would love to be able to go back and watch the first time again. So you're getting to watch this for the first time. It's deep. Okay. Go watch it. Tell me what you think on the next episode. Uh, anybody that wants to comment on our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever, and let us know what you think. And uh, give us some some suggestions about what you'd like to see coming up. So there you go. Watch 2001 A Space Odyssey and let us know what you think. With that being said, I believe that wraps up episode number 12. Can you believe it? 12. 12 episodes. You've already been here for half. Can you believe it? The best half. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Our show really took a turn for the better when you joined us. I I really appreciate that. If you want to do something to help us out, that's a couple things you can do. I don't believe in the whole panhandling for money and, and, you know, whatever. Tell a friend about us if you like us. Tell somebody to go listen to us. Tell a stranger. Tell your mama. Tell your daddy, you know, whoever. Be a friend. Be a friend. friend. Tell, go give us a rating. It really helps us out. And let us know. Just try to interact and, and let's try to grow this. Let us know what you want to hear. This. Yeah, let us know what you want to hear. If, if we're doing something you don't like, tell us. If we're doing something you like, tell us. And we'll continue to try to put out the content that you all want. You guys... You guys good? You got anything else to say before we wrap it up? Like, share, and subscribe. Like, right. share, and subscribe. That's the words to live by. That's right. <laughs> and don't forget to go follow us 
on our new Instagram page. That is at foul language underscore 13. 13 for the best quarterback that ever played football, and that was Dan Marino. Right behind Kirk Cousins. All right, we'll see you guys next week.